0: Welcome, I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for July 4, 2023. Our New Testament lesson for today is from the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. Both Body and Soul Dear friends, don't believe everyone who claims to have the Spirit of God. Test them all to find out if they really do come from God. Many false prophets have already gone out into the world, and you can know which ones come from God. His spirit says that Jesus Christ had a truly human body. But when someone doesn't say this about Jesus, you know this person has a spirit that has not come from God and is the enemy of Christ. You knew this enemy was coming into the world and now is already here. Children, you belong to God and you have defeated these enemies. God's Spirit is in you, and is more powerful than the one who is in the world. These enemies belong to the world, and the world listens to them, because they speak its language. We belong to God, and everyone who knows God will listen to us. But the people who don't know God won't listen to us. This is how we can tell the Spirit that speaks the truth from the one that tells lies contemporary English version. Sometimes it's not what in someone says, but in what they don't say. The apostle John gave some spiritually sage advice to a group of his disciples. They were being influenced by people who claim Christian faith, yet were not the real deal. Lots of people make claims, but the real muster of a Christian is embracing an embodied spirituality that truly meets the holistic needs of others. For John, affirming Christ's deity while denying Christ's humanity is unacceptable. He had no room for the Platonic Greek dualism of body and spirit. Jesus was a real man with a very real body. To deny this was to deny the faith, Ethereal musings about the insignificance of the body were flatly rejected by John. The apostle was concerned that the supreme Christian ethic of love be practiced through attention to both body and soul. Words are important. They're also insufficient. Actual demonstrations of love are needed as well. To downgrade or deny a bodily Jesus, is to pay little attention to the real bodily needs of people. Christianity is a religion of both body and soul. It's not a Greek philosophy of life. I will be the first guy to insist on some deep theological reflection on the great spiritual, cultural, and social issues of our day. Yet if our theology does not lead to tangible acts of love based on that reflection, then we have not yet been called God's friend. Correct doctrine, embracing body and soul, leads to loving actions of faith. Ideally, we glorify God with both speech and service, physically and spiritually. Words and actions, hearts and hands, must work together for an authentic Christian ministry. The early church councils condemned the denigration of Christ's full humanity for good reason. Not only did Jesus have a real flesh and body experience while on this earth, but Jesus also healed actual bodies and performed real physical miracles. Jesus Christ met both the spiritual needs of forgiveness and reconciliation and the needs of the body. What's more, Jesus had no ranking system as if the spiritual needs were the real commitments, whereas tangible needs were just a means to the end of meeting intangible obligations. The gospel involves both body and soul. They are equally significant. To exalt one above the other is, frankly, heresy. So let's put this in more practical terms. Love is more than an expression of good feelings and goodwill toward others. Love has skin on, using both physical actions and words formed from our vocal cords to bring goodness to others. Jesus has always maintained the connection between spiritual and physical needs. It's us who separate them. It's the spiritual charlatan and the Huckster Preacher, who speak out of one side of their mouth about spiritual salvation with no bodily human help or uplift. Those who are against Jesus, the spirit of the Antichrist, talk a good line, but when push comes to shove, they have no intention of paying attention to both body and soul. Our gut knows that feeling we cannot quite shake. When we are around someone, it has real meaning. The spirit within us is greater than the spirit of the world. Just because we may not be able to respond very well to another or give clear voice to what is inside us does not necessarily mean that the other person is okay or right. A proper Christian response to others incorporates head, heart, and gut. The interaction and alignment of all of our faculties is needed. If we draw upon our entire selves, both body and soul, we will overcome the spirit of the Antichrist through loving words and actions toward those who need it most. The enemy, the Antichrist, wants us to get caught up in putting all our focus fighting theological battles and debating philosophic, philosophical ideas, while our neighbor next door is dying of cancer, and our co-worker is experiencing covert racism, and our friend is stuck in poverty. Since Jesus is fully human, that fact alone ought to impel us toward meeting the needs of the body without wondering if it is the spiritual thing to do or not. You already know this to be true, so don't let some esoteric preacher or teacher tell you otherwise. Almighty God, creator and preserver of all humanity, I humbly ask, make your ways known to everyone and your saving health to all nations. May your church everywhere be guided and governed by your good spirit so that all who profess and call themselves Christian may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Caring God, in your parental goodness, lift up those who are afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or spirit. Comfort them and meet their every need, giving them patience under their sufferings and a good outcome of all their afflictions. This we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reign forever. Amen.